Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. First, let me say, because this is a really a ridiculous news day, so much so we're genuinely concerned how much we're going to get through. You got debates. Uh, thankfully, genocide is bad again on college campuses. They figured it out. Only took them a congressional hearing to do that. But uh, before we start anything, just a uh, brief kind of moment to recognize the heroes that there are, uh, died at Pearl Harbor. Genuine American heroes serving in our military, going about their day in a cowardly strike. People died really awful deaths, covered in oil, stuck out there in the water, burning to death, drowning. The American heroes. And she reminds you every day that there's no average day in the military. They were just doing their jobs in Pearl Harbor, and next thing you know, they were dead. So let's not forget that on December 7th. That's the stuff that really matters. I say that because I had a kind of a rough hour here before the show dealing with a lot of stuff, and it always helps to ground me realizing that my problems are like this compared to the problems of our fighting men and women on the front lines who go out and get killed any day of the week. They're the real heroes. So thanks to all who serve and everyone in the chat right now and listen. Thank you. All right. I got a lot to get through. Debate last night. We'll cover that first. It was, I'm not going to cover a lot of it because it's it, it really, it was, it was basically them beating the shit out of each other. MyPillow soft and absorbent six-piece towel sets, only $29.98 with promo code Dan. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials. Or call 1-800-637-4982. Again, I got that. And then the border situation has now reached near apocalyptic levels. The numbers speak for themselves. Someone's going to get hurt, folks. It's going to happen. Folks, relief band. Listen, I don't like products on the show that I can't relate to. I mean, we can be very picky with our sponsors. This is a sponsor who directly impacted my life. This is my um, actual relief band here. Uh, you know, I went through the cancer thing good now, but chemotherapy is kind of sucks. It makes you want to vomit all the time. I wouldn't have got through it without this. This thing absolutely works. You turn it on, you turn it up. This is my actual relief band. So number one, anti-nausea wristband helps quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. Whether you need everyday relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, it's natural. Fast acting will last as long as you need it. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has zero side effects. It's like the name says, Relief Band's legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to help give you relief from nausea. Plus, Relief Band treats and prevents nausea, so you can help avoid nausea from becoming a problem in the first place. You can use your HSA and FSA dollars to get a Relief Band. So, if you have funds left in those accounts, don't let them go to waste. Put that money to good use and get a wearable nausea solution that works. Relief Band also makes a great gift for the nausea sufferer in your life right now. Relief Band is running their 12 days of relief sale. So head on over to reliefband.com for new discounts every day through December 12th. That's reliefband.com and get new discounts every day through December 12th. Check them out. Thanks, Relief Band. We appreciate it. All right, Joseph, let's go. And away we go, Dan. By the way, again, I, a couple of people have commented about the weird way I drink the water. I, I'm sorry, I, I drink it that way because my elbow doesn't work. My elbow does not reach my mouth, so I have to hinge at my wrist to do it. I saw somebody commenting on that. I know you think you bothered by the little thing. I'm not bothered by it. I just don't want you to think I'm some like weirdo or something. That's why I drink water. I can drink it normal with my left hand, 
but I'm afraid I'll, you see, left is okay, just not my right. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's a big issue. It is. He's like, I'm glad you wasted 30 seconds of the show's time that way. So the debate last night, ladies and gentlemen, the orchestra pit theory strikes again. What is the orchestra pit theory? The orchestra pit theory is courtesy of the late Roger Ailes, used to be from Fox News, who said, you go to this fine concert. It's an opera. The guy's like, and he's doing his thing and everybody. And what happens? The dude backs up and. He falls in the orchestra pit. What's on the front page of the New York Post? Guy has an awesome concert, blows it out, sold out. No, dude fell in the orchestra pit. That's all anybody remembers. That's why I bring up last night's debate. I saw all this back and forth. I watched it. My humble opinion, who won? I think DeSantis won. And when I say won, I mean like who came out of it better than they went in or at least not worse. DeSantis, Haley, no question, comes out of it worse. I don't think Vivek comes out of it that great either. And for Christy, for Christy just got to Megan Kelly just ended Chris Christie. Uh, dear Chris, you're in the race with zero, zero, zero percent of the vote, eating Twinkies all day. Forget Chris Christie. You, you waste the time, except for the back and forth. But the orchestra pit theory, Roger Ailes says about how you'll always remember the loudest moment. All everybody remembers is this. So Vivek, let's start out with Vivek who probably, again, between him and Megyn Kelly, ended Chris Christie last night. I'm not sure this helped Vivek that much. I'm just going to be straight with you. He hasn't been doing that great in the polls lately, but he had a good time with Chris Christie. This goes on for a little bit. It's about a minute, but uh, he tells him at one point to just <laughs> exit the stage and have, <laughs> have, a nice, have a nice meal. Check this out. We learned three things right there. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this yeah, place. When it comes to Nikki, I think if you're going to actually send your sons and daughters while, to while go die in somebody voting, else's war, while while you better, excuse me, Chris, I'm speaking, and I'm not done yet. I you had your chance. You and we're going to be done. So listen up to this. Is If these people want to send your sons and daughters to go die in Ukraine, they've been arguing for it for a year. $200 billion of our taxpayer money sent over. Neither of them could even name for you the provinces that they actually want to protect. And this is the people who have been touting their so-called foreign policy experience. It is intellectual fraud. These people are lying to you. Okay, a, a couple of things about the orchestra pit theory. That's all everybody remembers because the guy fell in the orchestra pit. Now, the good part about the orchestra pit theory of politics is that you remember the opera and it makes the front page of the New York Post. La Bohem or whatever. I don't know opera. I don't listen to opera. I'm not an opera guy. I'm a middle class hump. I was a cop in an age. Okay, uh, I'm not some opera dude. It sounds great. Whatever. It's not my bag of donuts, okay? But the good part is, a lot of people read the front page of the New York Post, and even though the dude fell in the orchestra pit, they're like, holy shit, there's an opera in New York City. Right? I'm like, it's free PR. It's free. So that's free PR for Vivek because he's all over everywhere today. However, the question, I don't know, folks, I'm going to send it out to you. You know, I know you come to the show for my opinion, but my opinion on this one is I think it's a push. I think it helps him because he looks like this kind of aggressive go-getter. I'm calling out the establishment swamp. But I think a lot of people who maybe aren't as aggressive and conservative as us, a pretty aggressive show, are like, oh, I don't know, he came off as a bully. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm honestly not sure. In case you think I'm bullshitting you all, 
Joe, when I was in uh, putting a mattifier shit on my face in the bathroom, what did I say to you about Vivek? Did I not ask you? What do you guys think of this? Yeah. And what did I say? I was like, I can't figure it out. I really can't. I'm not sure if it helps him or if it hurts him. Well, we'll see. We'll see in the coming days. Maybe I should apply the Bongino rule. But that was the orchestra pit. But everybody knows Vivek's name today, if you didn't yesterday, from that alone. Um, here was the second takeaway from it, and he ended with this. And this was the big-time orchestra pit. And again, I bring this up because he just went for it at the end. January 6th, uh, replacement theory. Vivek just totally went for it. And again, how does this play? I don't know. We're going to have to see, but you can listen to yourself. All three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years for money and endorsements. Ron DeSantis, you've been a great governor, but you would have never been one without actually begging Donald Trump for that endorsement. And you attacked him in your book a year ago. Same thing with Chris Christie as a lobbyist, begging them for COVID money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. These people are now Monday morning quarterbacking some decision he made. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11? That the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory? but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform, that the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech, that the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment. Well, uh, listen, I, I, I give him the Moose Nuts Award for just coming out and saying it. Um, and I focused on this replacement theory thing for a long time because he's absolutely correct. The great replacement theory, even though Van Jones was crying about it last night on CNN or whatever, is a Democrat thing. No, it's not, Dan. That's a conspiracy theory. Gee, do we have to do it again? Should we do it again? The New York Times? What do you think? Yeah, let's do it again. Let's throw the article up, folks. New York Times, October 29, 2018. We can replace them. <laughs> Jim, on the radio show later, should we do it again? Should we play the demographic destiny montage? Maybe we'll do that for the radio on you later. Just say, you can call Vivek whatever you want about the replacement theory stuff. He's not kidding. It's a Democrat Party platform. They talk, it's not a Republican thing. They're just mad at us for noticing. The article's literally titled, We Can Replace Them in the New York. It's a real article, bro. The great replacement theory. Like, it's like the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's their theory. Vivek's not wrong. But good for him for saying it. Holy Moses. They're just mad at you for noticing. That's it. That's the only reason they're mad at you. Notice they don't rebuke anyone else who talks about it, including Michelle Goldberg. It's just us for noticing. All right, getting to some other stuff. Big announcement, folks. Big announcement. You guys are going to be very happy. There was a big shift yesterday in the three university presidents who, uh, presidents who disgraced themselves up on Capitol Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, they've come to the conclusion after eight hours plus of questioning and a lot of feedback from a lot of people. They come to the conclusion. Genocide 
is not good. Yes. Thank you. Yes. There you go, guys. Everybody up. Everybody up. Big round, everybody. Round of applause. Hey, he's up. This is good. They're actually up. These guys they didn't have to get up, but they got up. No one sees them. But they did. They got up. Thank you. University print. Only took a day. Only took a day for them to figure out genocide is bad. We played for you the clips yesterday. These three presidents from UPenn, MIT, and Harvard up on Capitol Hill humiliating all of America and the globe and every sentient human being in this universe or others say, oh, genocide, I'm not really sure. Depends on the context of the genocide. It's a very, yeah, it's got to be exactly, it's a very specific genocide. So here's the UPenn professor. This is just 30 plus seconds of this. She had, she, apparently she feel, she was so, I can't even tell you how bad what happened on Capitol Hill was. When you're filming a hostage video like this, not even a day after it happens, you know you effed up big time. Check this out. There was a moment during yesterday's congressional hearing on anti-Semitism when I was asked if a call for the genocide of Jewish people on our campus would violate our policies. In that moment, I was focused on our university's longstanding policies aligned with the U.S. Constitution which say that speech alone is not punishable. I was not focused on, but I should have been. The irrefutable fact that a call for genocide of Jewish people is a call for some of the most terrible violence human beings can perpetrate. <laughs> that took a day? That took it. What? That took a day. Seems weird a little bit. <laughs> weird. I mean, Pee Wee. I mean, Pee Wee figured it out right away. What the hell was that, folks? This is not hard. And in case there's any confusion, because I, I I unloaded on some dipshit yesterday. My radio, my radio show. The rant will be on the weekend show if you want to hear it. I mean, unloaded on this guy. I told him on the air to go f himself, which is probably not a good thing, but I did it anyway. I was like, so Dan, you're for censorship now? Where would you, what are you talking about? I, I'm, not for, I'm not for censoring this lady at all. Honestly, I don't even care if she gets fired. It's none of my business, it's not my company. If UPenn and Harvard think it's a good thing to have presidents who have really no issue in a code of conduct with genocide, I don't send my, I don't care, it's not my problem. Now, it is my problem in the sense that I don't believe genocide's a good thing. I think it's like really bad. And it's kind of my obligation to defend humanity against genocide, if you know what I mean. So there it's my problem. But if these people want to, you say whatever you, as long as you're not breaking the law, I'm not saying, I'm allowed to call it out. Here's my golden rule on this. Why you claim them for censorship just shows you're a moron. I have, I'm not calling for that at all. The government has no role in this whatsoever. If you're not breaking the law, stay, say whatever you want. And I'm allowed to say what I want. And I'm allowed to say these people are dipshits and that's my stance. And we're going to continue to poke fun at them for being morons every day of the show I can. And that's how free speech works. You talk, then I talk. The Harvard president figured it out too. Yes, good job. <laughs> Very good. Harvard president ridiculed after reversing course today, claiming genocide calls against Jews has no place at Harvard. Finally. There you go. Harvard even put out a tweet. You see this? They had to put out a tweet that said, genocide, no good. 
statement from President Gay. There, there are some who have confused the right to free expression with the idea that Harvard will condone calls for violence against Jewish students. Let me be clear, which, by the way, she had eight hours to do on Capitol Hill, but couldn't. Calls for violence or genocide against the Jewish community or any religious or ethnic group are vile and have no place at Harvard. And those who threaten our Jewish students will be held to account. But there, there are some, right, right. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's a good point. Guy highlighted that. Yes, we were all confused yesterday. We waited eight hours. The part of the hearing where she said all this, we missed. We must have missed it. Oh, no, we didn't. It didn't happen. That's right. By the way, she, did did you see she got this Harvard tweet, got community noted into the, uh, it happened right before I came on the air. So it got community noted into the phantom zone. Like President Gay said, no such thing yesterday up on Capitol Hill. I, folks, Harvard, you do you, man. I would never send my kids there. I just wouldn't. They, if they go, they're paying. I ain't paying for that. I can't stop my kids, but I would never, ever give that place money. By the way, again, showing you how, what, what do I tell you? What do I tell you the two most dangerous things are? What? What? You should know. Pop quiz for chatsters. The two most dangerous things are stupidity and no emergency break. If you do have those two things, if you're dumb and there's no emergency break on your behavior, that's how we get historical disasters like slavery. That's how we got the Holocaust. That's how we get Jim Crow. Ignorance, ignorance combined with no emergency break or morale or, or kind of moral choke point on your behavior at all. That's what we have right now. The liberals have no moral checkpoint. They will do anything to the Jews. They don't care. And they're stupid. They're not stupid, Dan. You say you always back it up. Okay, let me back it up. Here's a poll. You know that old adage of calling for Jewish genocide from the river to the sea? Uh, we'll do the test again. E, uh, you fail this test, you're fired. What river are they talking about? Is it the Mississippi? Nah, it's not. It is. It's the jo Jordan River. Jordan River. The sea, if I don't know, this one's tough. You know the sea they're talking about? You get this, you get a promotion. Yeah, the Mediterranean, that's unbelievable. He knows it's so strange. It's the Jordan, which is, by the way, all of this place, the place in between has a name. It's called again. He's, he's grasping Israel. That's right. So when you're calling for the river to see, it's a call for genocide to get rid of all the Jews, right? See, while Guy actually knows that, liberals don't. Why? Because they're morons. They note in this poll in the Wall Street Journal that 47% of students knew what the slogan was. Wow, 47. But that means 53% didn't. Some of the alternative answers were the Nile River, the Euphrates. The sea answer was the Caribbean. The, the Caribbean Sea. The, the Dead Sea, which isn't even a sea. And the Atlantic, which is neither a sea nor a lake, but an ocean. The, the, <laughs> these people are morons. Listen to this shit. Less than a quarter of the students from the river to the sea knew who Yasser Arafat was. Twelve of them, that's 10% of the survey, thought he was the first prime minister of Israel. Yeah. <laughs> Yasser <laughs> Dealing with freaking idiots. This is great. Even better. Asked in what decade Israelis and Palestinians signed the Oslo Accords, more than a quarter of the chance supporters claimed that no such peace agreement had ever even been signed. 
Okay, all right. If you get the decade wrong, it's bad enough. Like, all right, maybe kind of. They didn't even know there was an Oslo Accord. <laughs> it's not, combine this kind of stupidity, right? With no emergency break on your behavior. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why you have history books writing about horrible things. This is incredible. Speaking of stupidity, Joe Biden did it again yesterday. I'll get to that. I'll get to the border. Trump was right again. And you better pay attention to this. A lot going on today. Don't go anywhere. As you can tell, I'm having too much fun with a serious topic today because, I mean, really, the stupidity portion, I think, is going to help us in the end. It's the lack of an emergency break that bothers me more. Why? Because you can actually educate some of these people. They're total morons. You mean the Caribbean and the Mississippi? Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's it. You nailed it. <laughs> Idiots. Folks, you want to discover the incredible benefits of a good night's sleep? Well, it's time to embrace the importance of a restful slumber and introduce yourself to an amazing product that could revolutionize your nighttime routine. Beam Dream's a game changer. I use it during the weekdays. I love it. Their dream powder. It's a hot cocoa. It tastes amazing. It's designed specifically for sleep. Could transform your nights. It has for mine. And today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. It's your best-selling hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Check out these amazing flavors, cinnamon cocoa, chocolate peanut butter, and mint chip. Better sleep has never tasted better than that. Dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend. And look these things up, by the way. Do your homework. You'll be impressed. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. As you can tell, like I did today, just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk and enjoy before bedtime. You want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder? Take advantage of their biggest sale of the year and get up to 50% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code cyber at checkout. That's shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code cyber for up to 50% off. Your body and mind deserve the gift of restful nights. Thanks, Beam Dream. That stuff is no joke. Check it out. Okay. As I said, there's a deadly combination. No emergency break in stupidity. He did it again. Let me add kind of a... I don't want to add a third factor to it because it kind of it kind of aligns with number two, no emergency break and having no morals, but dishonesty. And I mean, like sociopathic lying. Joe Biden did it again yesterday. Check this out. I wanted to play lacrosse, but you had to choose between lacrosse and football. You couldn't play both in the same season. This is I was a powerful six foot, 158 pound. <laughs> I was a runner up a state scoring championship. Don't laugh, man. <laughs> As they say in football, I got soft hands. It's a lot. So he had to choose between playing uh, lacrosse and football. Well, as Zach Parkinson notes on Twitter, just another bizarre lie with zero basis. In fact, Joe Biden's high school didn't have a boys lacrosse team until 1993, 32 years after he graduated. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is full of shit all the time. There it is. There's the receipts right there. Uh, you may be saying to yourself right now, does anything Joe Biden say, anything he says is true? The answer is no, nothing he says is true. He is a sociopathic liar. He is a kid-sniffing, woman-feeling, sociopathic, corrupt, bribe-taking, life-loser, grifting piece of garbage who has never told you a single true thing in his entire life. The man is disgusting. He's a horror show in the White House. He's a cognitive mess with an obvious frontal lobe deficit who's going to drive the country into bankruptcy and world war while importing roughly 10 million people illegally into the country. He is the single biggest cancerous wart on humankind we've seen in the last few decades. Shit is getting annoying for real. Uh, for real. Like for reals. 
with a Z at the end. And not only is he doing all that, I don't know if you saw, but yesterday he decided he was going to cancel more student loans. That's, I'll, I'll get into that tomorrow. I don't even have time for that today. He's going to cancel more student Cancel. Well, you know, what does cancel mean, fellas? Cancel means that Joe is going to pay for my kids' student loans now. Because what happens? All debts are paid, right, folks? No, they're not. Yes, all debts are paid either by the debtor or the creditor. If I lend Joe money and he pays me back, Joe paid his debt. If I lend money and Joe doesn't pay me back, who paid the debt, Joe? I did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's no money, fairy daddy-o. There's no canceling debt. You're just going to pay for your neighbor Samuel's women's studies degree. Good luck with that while you're busting your ass repairing HVAC systems and actually doing hard work every day, paying your taxes for Samuel and his women's studies degree from the 14th century women's studies. Probably taking a course in Taylor Swiftology. You're paying for that. How does that feel? Folks, we better start squaring this shit away, stat. Because there's a massive threat in our country right now. Serious time here. I have a lot of friends in the security space. They reach out often. Most of them feel that although Chris Ray is horrible as the FBI director and is a straight up tyrant, that Christopher Ray was not lying when he was talking about these blinking lights for terrorism in the country. Now, Christopher Ray at the FBI could stop targeting the MAGA crowd and actual terrorists, and he'd probably do something about it, but he's not interested in any of that because he's a tyrant. But ladies and gentlemen, I tweet probably three or four times a week, sometimes three or four times a day. I want you to pay very close attention to this. I'm getting this from very serious people. The enemy's already here. It's only a matter of time. Donald Trump was asked about this. I want you to listen to the answer because he is absolutely spot on. Check this out. Now, could you explain to me, do you what do you think the odds are that among that group of people from our top geopolitical foes in most cases, that terror cells have entered the country because of the eight million people Joe Biden has allowed into this country unvetted? What are the odds? The odds are 100 percent. Look, why do we have twenty six thousand? How scary is that? Think of it. It's 100. No, it's 100 percent. And by the way, we had nothing during my remember, I had the travel ban. I said, I don't want people coming from countries that want to blow us up. And we put a travel ban and some people thought I was discriminating. But if you think about it, I went four years with no problem. We didn't have any problem. We didn't have buildings being knocked down. We didn't have World Trade Centers. We didn't have any of that. We had no we had a very strong travel ban. And if you came from a country that was a country, I can tell you right now, I can name every one of them. We just didn't want you. I'm sorry. And we actually had it passed by the Supreme Court. And that was a big day. Folks, he's out. By the way, I love you guys in the chat. Just so I want you to know, like, this is me here. This is me, Dan Bongino Show. Yeah, I'm going to pull it. Love you all. Just so you know, you see that in the chat right now. I want you to make sure you know that's me. No authenticity, man. You guys are great. I'm watching you in the chat. He's absolutely right. Nothing this guy said is wrong. The threat is absolutely here. Here's the thing about Trump. I say this from both a personal perspective, knowing him a little different. I'm not name dropping. Who gives a shit? A lot of people know Trump. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make me special. I'm only bringing this up to establish some bona fides. And what I'm telling you here is based on a reality of real interactions. Not because I'm trying to impress you with no one. A lot of people know him. Know him a lot better than me. But I've dealt with him enough. He is the most transactional, practical guy I've ever met. Almost to the point where, candidly, it sounds weird to some. Because the questions he asks, I mean, it's the best way to explain it. 
It's almost like you're talking to a guy from another universe who asks questions you never thought of, right? Like someone comes to you, like a space alien comes to your house and goes, why do you keep your garbage cans in the house like that? Why don't you just put them outside so you don't have any flies? And you're like, shit, man, I don't know. I never really thought of That's Trump. I'm, fellas, that is 100% Trump. He'll say like the weirdest things. And, and the reason most people don't get it is because swampy shitheads have been doing swampy shithead stuff for so long, nobody thinks of anything different. So when he came in and he was like, hey, why do we have an open border? Uh, I don't know, because we, we do. Yeah, but people are coming in here. We don't know. And his famous lives, they're probably not sending their best. They're not. They weren't sending engineers here. Everybody's like, that guy's got to be a racist. Meanwhile, a lot of Americans were like, no, that kind of sounds right. That kind of sounds okay. Because engineers and doctors are not going to come in the country illegally. They're going to come in the right way. I, 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 I mean, I get a kick out of it when they rip this guy for saying the obvious. It's hilarious. I didn't even see this. Foreign nationals found at the southern border in 2022 and 2023. Afghans, 6,300. Rus 12,000 Russians. 26,000 Chinese nationals. 538 Syrians. Folks, that's a lot of people. If even 1% of those people are bad guys, you're talking about hundreds of people looking to kill you in the United States right now. But don't worry, the numbers have calmed down a lot. Uh, cue up the Fox segment where Bill Malugin says, thankfully, Biden seems yesterday to have gotten a border under control. They had a really great day. That clip, you know the one I'm talking about? He's like, I'm kind of confused. I don't know. He's, 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 no, wait, wait. He's signaling me. He says, I have a Bill Malugin clip. He's like, are you talking about this one? So here's the one where Malugin's like, Everything's under control at the southern border. Biden's got this down. Trump is crazy. That, that clip. <laughs> Play that one you have. The numbers are actually getting even worse. Multiple CBP sources telling me this morning in the last 24 hours, Border Patrol alone has made more than 10,000 apprehensions of illegal immigrants. That does not even include CBP ports of entry. And you can see the situation here in Lukeville behind us. We got well over 800 people waiting in line here after they crossed illegally overnight, waiting to be apprehended by Border Patrol. Once again, it's like deja vu from yesterday. You can see these guys are coming in from all over the world, a lot of African men. Men, mostly single adult men here. Some of them were setting campfires overnight in the cold, camping out here, waiting to get taken into custody by Border Patrol. But CBP sources telling me in the last 24 hours in this Tucson, Arizona sector, there were almost 2,900 apprehensions and the Border Patrol facilities out here are currently running 200% of their capacity. That is why there are so many people out here waiting to be taken into custody by Border Patrol. Don't worry, folks. Everything he said, that's not the one I have, Dan. I've only got a video of Bill Malugin saying the apocalypse yesterday. A record 12,000 people in one day. I live in a county I think only has 30,000 people. 12,000 people in one day in the country illegally. One day, one day, you do the math. Imagine 10% of them are bad guys. What's the number? Quick. Sounds like 1,200 to me. I don't know. Maybe my math is wrong. I'm not Brian Williams. And Mara Amaragay or whatever her name was. They're all, yeah, exactly. Everyone's, he brings up a good point. They're all neurosurgeons and rocket scientists, I'm sure. Every single one of them. I'm sure a lot of people just come here to work. But there's a process for that. It's called the immigration process. You should try it. My wife did. 
you know, that's how she got a really good job and stuff. She was here like legally so she could, you know, work and get a career. Don't worry though, guys, John Kirby, you know, John Kirby from the White House, the voice of reason. He says, don't sweat it. We've got this whole thing under control. So guys, don't sweat it. Don't worry. But Trump is crazy. Biden's got this under control. Listen to this. Of course, look, I mean, we, if you're, if you're in this country illegally, that's obviously not okay. Yeah. Don't worry, folks. He's <laughs> Joe, Joe, calm down. Joe's freaking out over there. Kirby said it's not okay. Chat guys, stop freaking out in the chat. This guy's like, this is crazy. Everything. Stop you chatsters, you crazy chatsters. No problem. Kirby said it's okay. No, he said it's not okay to come. That's a bold signal to the rest of the world. It's not okay to come here. As you can see, they're all listening. Doing a great job. You guys are really knocking it out of the park in the White House. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. Oh, I got a lot more. Did you see the segment on Laura Ingram the other night? I'm sitting there. I got this ugly recliner chair because we're moving soon. I'm sitting in this thing. I'm like, am I falling asleep at seven o'clock at night Eastern time? I'm watching Ingram and Gordon Chang's on. Did you see this cut? He talked about the bio lab in LA and those Chinese nationals you saw coming in. Folks, I swear I was like this. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what did he just say? Did I not email you guys and say, pull that clip right away? Listen to this shit coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Quick break. Diversify your savings with physical precious metals while stockpiling silver in your home safe. It's Birch Gold Group's most popular special of the year. Now through December 22nd, for every $5,000 you spend with Birch Gold, they'll send you a one-ounce silver eagle coin for free. Text Dan, my first name, to 989898 to claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver. Have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's precious metal specialists help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of pocket. I use this company, have multiple times, and they'll send you free silver for every $5,000 you purchase. Keep it for yourself or give something real with real value as a stocking stuffer this year. Excuse me. Just text the keyword DAN to 989898 to claim your eligibility with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, including me. Now's the best time to buy gold from Birch Gold. Text Dan to 989898. Claim your eligibility for free silver on qualifying purchases before December 22nd. Performance may vary. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Message and data rates apply. Our last sponsor. Oh, <clears throat> glad I cleared that water thing up for you all. Patriot Mobile. He's like, you wasted another two seconds on that. Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. People are flocking over there. Why? because they put the cause ahead of profits. I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile is a great company starting today. They have an every Friday matters promotion. They'll give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, the sanctity of life, religious freedom, the Second Amendment, and more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number for a limited time. Get a free smartphone. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, that's a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Every Friday Matters promo code. The promo code is FRIDAY76. It's a limited time offer. Join me and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Bongino. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot. So, as I said, Sitting on this junky old recliner we're going to have to toss. 
And I hear this on Laura Ingram about some of these Chinese nationals that are coming into the country illegally, I might add, and a potential connection to that bio lab, that illicit bio lab they found in California. I hadn't really thought about mice as vectors until I heard this little Gemma Ruski. Check this out. 21,000 of those 24,000 Chinese nationals who crossed were single adults. Gordon, yeah, what does that I tell think, you? Well, it, it tells me that these are saboteurs because they are coming in in packs of five to 15 of military age, traveling without family members and pretending not to speak English. And U.S. Border Patrol knows that some of them have links to the Chinese military. You remember that lab in Reedley, California, that secret Chinese biological weapons facility that was discovered this spring? Well, that had at least 20 pathogens by the official count. It had almost a thousand mice that had been genetically engineered to spread disease. And I'm believing that some of these saboteurs were meant to actually take some of those mice and spread them around the United States. Well, Gordon, uh, the numbers shocked even yours truly. And I thought I had seen it all. This is no coincidence. This is no, you know, <laughs> there is something very, very disturbing going on. What? You see, even Ingram like takes a second to like, did, did he just say that? The accusation there that our military knows some of these people may be connected to Chinese military assets, i.e. the Chinese Communist Party, and they're fighting age males being led to the country who may very well be on the ground involved in some potential bioweapons attack on the United States. Folks, I can't attest to the authenticity of that charge or not. I can just tell you, Gordon Chang, I know personally, is a freaking really smart guy. Joe, remember we interviewed him at CPAC a couple of years in a row, as a matter of fact. He's not known as like some big hysteric who goes screaming and yelling all the time. That sounds kind of crazy. Folks, the threat's already here. Even if one-tenth of what he said is just true. Forget the mice thing for a second. Well, that's bad enough. Even if one-tenth of what he just said turns out to be true, that says to me, the enemy's already here. We got a real problem, man. And what's Christopher Ray and the FBI focusing on? Anything but the real problem. They're focusing on bullshit. MAGA people, January 6th trespassers, pro-lifers, school board parents, Priests, choir directors, and anybody but the actual threat. Here's the FBI these days. I don't see nothing. This video I saw in the House Oversight Committee thing yesterday. Folks, this is just disturbing. I mean, that really, almost as bad as the Gordon Chang mice thing. You know, when you, when you see this video with Christopher Ray's endless lies about targeting Catholics superimposed upon what they actually did, the gravity of the situation, I think, hits you even worse. Watch every second of this. This is damning. Check this out. Uh, and the FBI that I see every single day and that I hear about from all of them is an FBI that does the right thing in the right way. The FBI's Richmond division released what they're calling an anti-Catholic memo, discussed investigating, quote, radical traditionalist Catholics. Uh, it does not reflect FBI standards. We do not conduct investigations based on religious affiliation or practices, full stop. It was a, a, a product by a one field office. Member of Congress from Ohio has issued a subpoena to FBI Director 
Christopher Ray. We do not recruit, open, or operate confidential human sources to infiltrate, target, report. But that's not, what this, that's not what this said. It sounds like you were trying to do it in Richmond, Virginia. No, sir. No, you sir. Weren't? This just didn't happen? You can assure us that this didn't happen? That product did not, to the best as we can tell, result in any investigative action as a result. They were looking, the FBI in the Richmond field office was looking to put sources in churches, have informants in Catholic parishes, more millions of Americans going to church. Now, what if this FBI thing would have been carried out? There would be people in the church spying on fellow parishioners. Well, what I can tell you is you're referring to the Richmond product, which was a single product by a single field office, which as soon as I found out about it, I was aghast and ordered it withdrawn and removed from the FBI system. Director of the FBI may have lied under oath about the Bureau's January memo against so-called radical traditional Catholics. New evidence shows the investigation did not originate solely in Richmond, Virginia's field office, as FBI Director Christopher Ray claimed. You think you're safe? You think you're safe? It's a two-pronged question, by the way. What do you mean a two-pronged question? One, you think you're safe from Chinese nationals connected to the Chinese Communist Party potentially entering the country with country malicious intent? or Syrians, or anyone else who came here illegally? No, you're not at all. Because the FBI's preoccupied investigating everybody but the real threat right now. And second, you think you're safe that they won't come knocking on your door? Oh, no, the FBI, you have constitutional protections. Give me a break, folks. We don't live in a constitutional republic anymore. Get it through your heads. I don't mean to sound like a dick. Get it through your heads. We can return it to that. We can. There is still time. We are not in a full-blown police state, as Dinesh tells me all the time, or I wouldn't be able to talk about this stuff. But let me tell you something. We are that close. We are that close to a knock on that door right outside there and a knock on yours next. They are towing the waters of tyranny right now. Oh, no, Dan. I mean, disciplinary action's been taken. They fired these people. Oh, really? Did they? Let's cue up the videotape again, because here was Christopher Ray asked that exact question by Josh Hawley. Hey, did you fire anyone for targeting people for their religious beliefs? Take a listen. But I can tell you that we don't investigate people for their exercise of their constantly protected, constitutionally protected religious expression. I, that I particular intelligence product is something that as soon as I saw it, I was aghast. I had it withdrawn. Really, you were aghast. I was. And, oh, really? Yes, and what sir. have you done about it? Did you fire the people who wrote it? No, I had it. Withdrawn. Have you fired anybody involved in it? Senator, if you will give me a chance to answer That's a your yes question. or a no. It's not hard. Have you fired anyone involved in the writing of that outrageous memo about which, frankly, you've repeatedly misled the public? Yes or no? The individuals involved have in that you product fired were anyone? Not, just a minute were not found to have engaged in any intentional or bad faith conduct. And in fact, in fact, Senator, a number of the individuals the involved, no. a number of the individuals involved in writing that product in the Richmond office were themselves Catholic. So the notion oh, I see. that so they were targeting they, their own oh, faith. Oh, so they is had to get out of jail free card. I see. They, I see. So you're I immune and they're that. immune. So we shouldn't ask questions about it. You haven't done a darn thing. You haven't fired anybody. Oh, so just to be clear, I was unaware of this. If you in fact say you're Catholic, you can go and violate people's rights. Hey, Jim. Uh, Jim on the radio, I know he listens. He has a, a, this thing, constipation or something. I don't know. It's like some founding document or something. It sounds like, well, constitution. Jim's telling me in my ear. 
Jim keeps a paper copy on his desk. We have this First Amendment thing that prohibits the establishment of an official religion. You can't be attacked uh, legally using government for your religious beliefs. Uh, I didn't realize there was an asterisk there. Unless, in fact, you are a member of that religion, because that's never happened. That's never happened. Where Jews have hated other Jews or Catholics, other Catholics. That's that's never happened. Joe, there was that, whenever whole movement, pro, 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 protesteranian, pro, 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 uh, Protestants, yeah. there Protestants. was like a whole rev- there's like a history of this stuff, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Call me cr- crazy, Christian man. You get a free pass. It doesn't matter. Catholic FBI agents, it's okay. It's okay. Key, if you're Jewish or Muslim, it's okay too. If you're a Muslim FBI agent, you can go violate someone's uh, rights and go spy on them in a mosque too for no reason. Just go right. You're Muslim. It doesn't matter. I didn't know that, Christopher. It's a carve out. I was totally unaware of this. Shame on me. It was the radio show. Unlike these guys, Jim would have been better prepared. And he would have stopped me, unlike these two guys. They didn't stop me. Dan, there's an asterisk to that. How the hell did you miss that? Okay, Paying these guys for nothing. Some guy in the chat's like, he must be a great job being able to, you know, go after Dan all the time. They did a great job. But they did fail today. They didn't tell me there was an asterisk to the First Amendment. You can attack people for their religion legally. As long as you say you're a member of that group. I didn't know. I was totally unaware of that. <laughs> Freaking failed. Guys, totally failed. And folks, by the way, if you think they're going to let Trump win without the FBI pulling the same bullshit they've been up to, the spying, the targeting of Americans, you are out of your freaking mind. Why do you think all of these people right now are piling on Elon and you're hearing all this stuff about censorship? You think this is an accident? I want to play for you a cut that is so indicative of where the left is. And I want to tell you something. There's a reason this was said the way it was said. It's a cut by Al Gore. Al Gore, climate hysteric, global warming fraudster, right? Al Gore still claims he's the president, despite the fact he was never ahead on a single vote count in Florida. And I'm not even a Bush guy, but that's just a fairy tale. Al Gore is realizing that the global warming hysteria is just not working anymore. They're about to take it to the next level, folks. They're comparing now global warming hysteria and algorithmic discrimination to violence using gun and violence analogies. This is for a reason. I want you to listen to this. None of these words are by accident. Listen very carefully. Check this out. These algorithms, uh, they are the digital equivalent of AR-15s. They ought to be banned. They really ought to be banned. It's an abuse of the public forum. But when these when people are pulled down these uh, rabbit holes, you know what's at the bottom of the rabbit hole? That's where the echo chamber is. Uh, And if you spend too much time in the echo chamber, what's weaponized is another form of A.I., not artificial intelligence, artificial insanity. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm serious. Excellent point by Armacost, who just saved himself after not reminding me about the asterisk on the First Amendment, because he was about to get canned, like right here on the spot. He's like, Dan, I don't know about you, but this sounds like revolutionary talk. Yeah, bingo, you're damn right it does. Now, just to be clear, if a social media company doesn't tell the government how they're curating their videos or their microblogs, then they're essentially committing violence. This is a AR digital AR-15s. Ladies and gentlemen, the language and the comparison to violence is not by accident. This is the this is what they're going to use. These 
you're causing violence with your algorithms analogies to keep up the censorship and stay on Elon and Rumble and Truth and anyone else that doesn't toe the line. They are going to use this to interfere in the election. That's the point of this. I'm sorry if I didn't sum that up. They are going, let me just bottom line up front. They are going to censor to interfere in this election. 100%. Here, I can prove it to you. I want you to watch this. a two-part clip, but this is super important. They're going to use the violence analogy and they're just going to plead ignorance. Here is one of the lead officials at the Biden Department of Justice, Kristen Clark. She's not stupid. A lot of people laughed at this clip going, what an idiot. This lady doesn't know what Missouri v. Biden is. Missouri v. Biden is the biggest Supreme Court case in the country right now. The case that's going to head up to the, it's in that whole process right now, right? It's about the government censoring people through third parties. It's going to be a disaster for censorship. Kristen Clark absolutely knows this case. Here, watch her play stupid with Congressman Dan Bishop, who's stunned that she's pleading ignorance because she doesn't want to be on the record. Why? Because they're going to censor and just pretend this case never happened. This is really, really important. Watch this. Is any criminal investigation or prosecution of the persons responsible for that activity in the FBI, CISA, and at the White House and their co-conspirators underway in the Civil Rights Division? Um, Congressman, I'm I'm not uh, familiar with this litigation, but happy to bring your question back. Thank you. So let me just make sure I understand that. You are not aware of the Missouri versus Biden litigation that is currently being uh, taken up by the United States Supreme Court. Is that correct? Uh, un- unfortunately, I'm I'm not, Congressman. What? The WTF over? Missouri versus Biden is the biggest free speech case of our time. Long and short of it, if we win it, it is going to completely destroy the government censorship complex. The fact checkers, all the losers out there that are working with government as deputies to censor you. She does not want to go on the record and talk about it before the election. Why? Because they're going to give you the middle finger and censor anyway. She's like, oh, I don't know anything about it. Now, Jim Jordan, who's a good dude, Jordan totally caught what she was doing. Here's part two. Jordan, this is later in the hearing. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Before we do anything else, I want to just be sure you are the big muckety muck in the DOJ on these specific matters. (laughs) You have no idea what this case is. Watch this. I'm like, I think every member, at least on this side, but I, I would think every member, anyone watching is just astounded that you are not familiar. The assistant attorney general for the Division of Civil Rights at the Justice Department is not familiar with a huge case, Missouri v. Biden, where in that case, I think it was six different federal agencies were found to be guilty of violating the First Amendment liberties of Americans. HHS, NIAD, FBI, DOJ, DHS, even the White House itself, and you are not familiar with that, is truly I, I, frankly, I don't know what, the, I think that's why the gentleman had time to yield back because he didn't know what, the, I, I don't know what we say. That, that is, un, it's, it's in front of the Supreme Court and the head of civil rights division doesn't know. Is, is, that is scary. And if that doesn't in and of itself show that this Justice Department is political and doing things for political reasons, I do not know what does. Folks, listen, I don't know a lot of guys. And again, I don't worship politicians. I respect outcomes for the 10,000th time. However, I know Jim Jordan reasonably well. He's one of the few guys I actually have a personal relationship with. Jordan is brutally honest. From the first time I met him, 
when I was trying to get his endorsement, when I was running for Senate in Maryland, he's brutally honest. He knows exactly what's going on here. The lady is full of shit. She knows what Missouri v. Biden is. She just doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want to be on the record when they censor. She doesn't want to be on the record in a congressional hearing acknowledging they shouldn't be censoring people. You get what's going on? So that way, when they censor you in the election and try to interfere in the coming election this coming year, she can be like, oh, man, I told you. I didn't know. I didn't know about the case. And of course, the media will say nothing about it. It's amazing like what you can get away with on the left. <laughs> I hate to. I'm going to end with two quick stories, but these, these are good ones. Again, showing you the rank stupidity combined with the no emergency break problem on the left. Here's AOC, who's genuinely dumb. Kristen Clark's not stupid. I promise you she knows Missouri v. Biden. AOC's really dumb. Somebody stuck this talking point in front of her in a hearing about men competing in women's sports. So, of course, that's not a good thing. You want women competing against women and men against uh, men. That's probably the fair thing to do, right, if you're a sane person. So AOC has a big issue with this. So AOC's like asking this other lady, hey, are we going to be involved in genital checks? Genital checks, as if there's no other way, like a birth certificate to figure out if you're a man or a woman. <laughs> Listen to this shit yourself. Check this out. Under the guise of not only trying to further marginalize trans women and girls, we are talking about opening up all women and girls to genital examinations when they are under age. That's right. Potentially just because someone can point to someone and say, I don't think you're a girl. Hey, mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> you realize how stupid liberals are. You know how dumb you have to be to believe this? So, 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 Guy, just, just so we're clear what AOC said to you. You're on the soccer field, right? And a parent from the stands, that's a boy. And what's going to That's a boy. Okay. Wait, double check. Definitely a boy. Drop your drawers, buddy. <laughs> Too many penises on the field. Under the hood for review. It is, in fact, a penis. Yes, it is. You believe this? This is what passes. For, this is what really, you know, there's a really easy way. To determine if someone's a man or a woman. It's called a birth certificate. You can just look at it. It's not hard. I can't get over how dumb these people are. Wait, one more. I want to end with this because, again, this is all going to impact the next election. I still think we got a really good shot to win this thing. Yes, there's going to be cheating. There's always cheating. We, we we have to overcome it. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, we got to win, folks. We lose this country. Christopher Ray and them are going to go crazy. You're going to get a knock on your door. But here's how hilarious these people are. Here's Newsweek. Khalida Rahman. Donald Trump's proposal to monitor voters sparks concerns. So I'm reading this. It came out on Monday. And I'm like, gosh, this is what Donald Trump's proposal to monitor voters. A proposal to monitor voters. What this entire article is about basically people in public spaces monitoring drop boxes the Democrats want. So it's okay for Democrats to engage in kind of mass voter fraud and hide it and claim every election they don't win is stolen. But if Republicans in public spaces 
dare to record in a public space, not violating anybody's rights, a box for unusual activity. This is a dangerous proposal to monitor voters. That sparks concerns. No, it doesn't spark concerns. But anyway, I want you to think about why. If this system of drop boxes is so legitimate and on the up and up, then why is it that most of the drop boxes have cameras there or are supposed to anyway? Oh, they don't work most of the time. I acknowledge that. But why was that written in? Because if there's nothing wrong, you should be able to record the Dropbox. Notice how it sparks concerns only when it's Donald Trump and Republicans. These people are full of shit, folks. They're full of crap. They want to cheat. And again, as I said in the beginning of the show, with Vivek and the replacement theory, they're only mad that you noticed. That's it. They're only mad that you notice this stuff. That's the only thing. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate you tuning in, folks. I have so much fun with you here every day in the chat. Sorry I wasn't more active in the chat that I had to drop out for about 20 minutes and handle something. Uh, me and Paula are working on something. But I'm usually in there early, about 9.30, 9.45. I'm at Dan Bongino's show. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Join every day. Love to see you in the chat. And please download the Rumble app. We worked on the user interface. It looks really great. I would so deeply appreciate it. if you download the app. Set up an account. It's free. Join us for the chat. Join us for the live show. We'd love to see you if you're watching on demand. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.